Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's sexual health and wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. Welcome to today's episode where we are talking about hitting that target. That's right, ladies, the G-spot. By the end of this, we are going to be doing some target practice. So, With this episode, you're going to have a better understanding on where to find your G-spot and how to stimulate it. This is a deeper dive into our female anatomy. Before we get started, let's do a little history lesson. So the G-spot, there's a lot of controversy over it. If you do any research, you're going to find some people say it exists, some people say it doesn't exist. We really don't truly know. But the first study done... Uh, the first article to come out was in 1950 by Ernest Gaffingberg. And Gaffingberg wrote the study, The Role of Urethra in Female Orgasm. And he wrote about an erotic zone on the anterior wall of the vagina that could be stimulated for pleasure. So that's what the G-spot is, an erotic zone that's stimulated for pleasure. Now, the G-spot was named after him originally called the Gaffenberg spot, or for short, the G-spot. So he was the first one to really bring awareness to this. He was a German um, a German uh, researcher of some sort. And so he was the first one to bring research or awareness to this, and nothing really came of it at the time. No, no more studies were done until about the late 1970s, where Beverly Whipple and John Perry wrote about a sensitive area inside the vagina that could induce female ejaculation when stimulated. So that is really where the G-spot started becoming a topic of discussion. It is kind of known that not everybody may enjoy G-spot stimulation. Some may not like it at all. Some may really like it. We don't really know if everybody even has it. There was a study, really, um, an 83-year-old woman was dissected to further examine this in about the 2000s sometime. And what this doctor found is that there was a structure that was similar to erectile tissue. But this woman never wrote about pleasure from this area, this G-spot. And so they are, there's critics that say, well, that's not the G-spot because we don't know that she had pleasure with it. And then there's other people who are like, oh yeah, there we go. We have some further support that there is some true structure. But that being said, there's still lots of controversy about the G-spot. Now, when I was putting together this podcast, I used two books um, that I highly recommend you take a look at to get some better information. The first book that I used was She Comes First by Ian Kerner. And then the other book that I used was I Heart Female Orgasm by Dorian Slow and Marshall Miller. Probably butchered their names, but I definitely encourage taking a look at those books to get some more information for yourself about all kinds of different female sexual things. But that's where I kind of got some of most of my information from. Now, that being said, 
how do we find the G-spot if you have a G-spot? Okay, so the G-spot is located about two to three inches inside your vaginal canal on the front wall of your vagina, that anterior wall. And everybody says it feels a little bit different for them. Some say it's a ridgy tissue. Some say it's smooth. It's really hard to say, but it is believed to be part of that internal clitoris. So if you remember our last episode, I had you do our little hashtag clitoris club, our our hand model. I'm going to have you make that again. So throw up your peace sign, flip it upside down, stick your thumb through it. So that clitoris, you see the tip on the outside, but you can also see that shaft, your thumb extending back into your hand. So that G spot is believed to be stimulating that internal part of the clitoris in there. Now it does have less nerve endings than the clitoral head, but um, it's still believed that that's really what you're stimulating is that area. It's known as the clitoral urethral vaginal complex. And that area swells when it's aroused. And the swelling is caused by the urethral sponge, which is tissue that is wrapped around the urethra. The urethral sponge in men is, it's also known as the corpus spongiosum, but that is what surrounds the urethra and becomes um, engorged during intercourse. And that's what like makes the penis erect, part of what makes the penis erect. So within this urethral sponge, there are 30 to 40 tiny paraurethral glands. And that is known as the female prostate. These glands are what produce the fluid for female ejaculation, which don't worry, we are going to get into that in a future episode. But um, studies have shown that there are similar prostate antigens in this fluid, which further supports that this is similar to the female prostate. So how do you experience a G-spot orgasm? Well, the best way to locate your G-spot is with a come-hither motion with your fingers or with your partner, um, or using a G-spot toy to locate your G-spot. A good G-spot toy is going to have a nice curve on the end of it. That is going to help, you know, get that nice uh, similar come-hither motion from a toy um, as your fingers. So, The G-spot a lot of times is going to respond best with a firm massaging pressure. And it tends to become more sensitive as a woman becomes more aroused. Most women say this sensation is different from clitoral stimulation. And like I said, some ladies don't find any pleasure with G-spot stimulation. But the only way to find out is to give it a try. So I definitely have a challenge for you guys coming up today. And the G-spot is what is most likely going to result in female ejaculation. So one of the common concerns you hear is, what if I urinate? Or you have that feeling of urinating when the G-spot is stimulated. So one thing that the I Heart Female Orgasm book recommended was trying to urinate prior to intercourse. So that way... If you're feeling that sensation, you know that your bladder is empty. Or if you're in the middle of intercourse and you feel that sensation, run to the bathroom really quick. That way when you come back, you know that your bladder is empty 
and that what you're experiencing is, in fact, G-spot stimulation. Um, now, that can just give you kind of a peace of mind and help you relax um, into the process of G-spot stimulation. So something else that I've definitely read about is um, if you have like I would encourage trying to find G-spot on your own and then use this as something to do with your partner maybe after you you have found the G-spot um, that's what a lot of books recommend just because you don't know how you're going to respond so self-pleasuring is what they encourage and then once you identified this area and you like it teach your partner you can train them to find this you can share this information with them so that they know um, I think a lot of men, uh, from my experience, a lot of men don't realize that come hither motion is more, um, pleasuring than, uh, just a straight in and out motion. For some reason, they haven't learned about the G spot and this come hither motion. So I uh, challenge you to share this with all your men friends that come hither motion is where it's at. Okay educate them for me. I think in in the future, I need to make a podcast for men on how men can pleasure a woman. However, Ian Kerner's book, She Comes First, is all about teaching a man how to um, pleasure a woman or teaching a partner how to pleasure a woman. So um, something interesting that I learned about, and this is totally new to me, is something called a G-spot augmentation, which is a procedure where a patient's fat is injected into the vaginal wall right under where the G-spot would be located to enhance stimulation. So that's definitely new to me. I am not familiar with that. Um, Definitely would be curious on hearing ladies' experiences with that. If any of you have ever had that done, I would definitely love to hear your experience with that. Um, So... To review, the G-spot was originally found in 1950. Nobody really did a whole lot of research about it. It's still very controversial. Nobody really knows if it exists. exists. The only way to really find out is to go have some self-awareness time and uh, go stimulate your G-spot. So what I want you to go and do is I want you to go try laying down using your fingers or hit me up. I'll get you a G-spot toy. Um, and use your fingers to do a come hither motion inside your vaginal canal. Do you find pleasure with that? Do you like that? Do you not like that? If not, that's totally okay. Stop there. You don't have to continue. And then, um, you know, what happens if you continue? Just experience, take that time to, um, learn about your body and what you like and what you don't like. And then you can share that with your partners once you know what you like or don't like. So if you are looking for some different positions to try, um, some intercourse positions, you can try cowgirl, which would be you on top. Um, There's different variations to this, whether you're leaning back, upright, leaning forward. All of those usually are going to stimulate your G-spot. And then there's doggy style. A lot of people have... Um, G-spot stimulation with doggy style. And then another position to try, which is a one that I learned about when researching about this, is a closed missionary position. 
So your partner on top, but then your legs are closed. And that is supposed to help give you some nice G-spot stimulation. So challenge you to go give all of this a try. Um, see if you like it or not. Do you believe the G-spot is there? So that wraps up our episode on the G-spot. And that is the second podcast about female anatomy. Next week, we are talking all about the hymen and what role that plays in female anatomy. So be sure to tune into that. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me, and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandonnell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next week.